Hello world, this is an NTO podcast production. I am B. Chuck, and this is where you want to be at. What you're about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. Now, if you learn something new, kudos to you. If not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. With that said and out the way, let's have a good time, and I welcome you to my world. This is Into Your Podcast. Yo, what up, world? What's happening? This your boy, B. Chuck, and I am back with another Into Your Podcast. Today, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Would you please introduce yourself to the world one more time? What's up, everybody? I am back again. My name is Tamika. She is back again, and we are here. We are going to do another one, and today's podcast is going to be about my top 10 R&B albums that I currently can listen to. Now, these top 10 that I have picked, these are my favorite because I can literally listen to these albums straight through without it being a problem. Now, a lot of people tend to pick albums that they can listen to, and most of the people that I know they can listen to an album straight through is probably going to be rapper hip hop. Um, And that's not to say that this is a bad thing. I mean, me personally, most of the albums I can listen to are rap or, or, or hip hop album, but for me... When it comes to R&B, man, I, I, got, a, I got a top 10. They, they're my go-to. And honestly, these top 10, out of these top 10, seven of them I listen to on a weekly basis. Um, so uh, before I get started, um, uh, Tamika, let me ask you a question. Uh, you give me your one, one R&B album that you can listen to straight through without skipping the track at all. Just one. Uh, never Say Never is the first one that come to mind. And that that's yeah that's that's Brandy's album. Um, that I love that album because of the songs that are on it. Um, I personally I can't listen to that all the way through um, without skipping the track. Not to say that it's a bad album, I just can't. Um, but I can understand why people love that album. Um, my favorite songs off the album are the obvious ones. <laughs> I think we have the same favorite ones, which is uh, let's see, truthfully. Um, let's see. What's the title track? Uh, have you ever? And it was a track. That's the cat that's in the background. We have a cat. Her name is Bella. Uh, she's needy. So y'all might hear her from time to time. But um, it was um, have you ever? Truthfully, and what was the other one? It was right along, and that was like the main three. That was like right along, right with each other. You remember which one it was? You, you ain't talking about the actual song. Never say never. It might have been never say never. I don't know. I can't remember. But it was three tracks that was right along the middle towards the end of the album. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I understand that I get it. But yeah. Yeah, that so let, let me go ahead and get started and, and and this is to say that this this list is not necessarily in any particular order. These this is ones that I just wrote down. A lot of these are current. <clears throat> Some are not. But um number one I got on here is a favorite from my teenage years. And every time I listen to this album, it takes me back to the age of like 17, um, 17 years old was a quite uh, eye opening time for me. So it, it, I learned a lot about who I was as a person when it came to life in general. Uh, that album is Southside by Lloyd. Um, 
I was a huge Murder, Inc. fan back in the day. I am still kind of am. I still listen to some of it from time to time. Uh, my favorite tracks off that album, uh, my number one favorite track is going to be Feel So Right. That is my shit. That is my go-to. I can't figure out, like... I mean the, the track. I mean you got y'all got to remember now. Lord, Lord is a he's about a year younger than me. We talking about a guy that was about 16, 17 years old at the time, and he made one of the most smoothest, sexiest R and B tracks that was meant for grown ups. Yet that shit was was it, it was it's just damn. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't remember too many people um, talking about that album. And remembering that, hey, yo, feel so right is just that shit, man. I mean, every anybody I know that fuck with Lloyd, they they always say they might not listen to that album, but that song, that's that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, another one of my favorite tracks off that album is Cadillac Love. Cadillac Love was absolutely just. Like I said, that's that's another one that's just smooth as hell, sexy as hell, absolutely perfect. Um, I honestly, for me, I didn't start actually driving a car on a regular until around the age of 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there, probably 17, 18. And Cadillac Love was just one of them ride out ass tracks, man. That shit, absolutely amazing. Uh, the girl that he actually had singing on that song, she was, she was an unknown at the time. I say that in quotations because when Lord actually went to Murder Inc., he went with his album complete. They actually added two or three tracks on the album. Um, no, yeah, they added a total of three tracks on the album. And so he went to Murder Inc. with this album complete, and she was on that album. And I mean, the girl, she did a fantastic job on the album. I cannot recall her name at the moment, but if you know the track Cadillac Love, it, I mean, Amazing. Did you listen to that album? I did. did I you? liked it. Yeah, I mean, as a as a whole. As a whole, I didn't really like all the songs, but it was a good album. Yeah, some some of some of the songs I can understand why people didn't really jail with them uh with with them that much. I'm lighting up a cigar, y'all. Y'all give me a minute, but I, I I get it. But for me, man, like I said, being a Murder Inc. fan and then Lord being from the South. Signed to a northern record company, doing his thing the way that he did, man. I, I, I mean, it, it was just, it was perfect. Uh, so we're gonna move on to my number two favorite album, and oddly enough, this guy caught my attention with the song "Permission" that actually sampled the original track from the group. The group was called Climax. But the song he sampled was the same sample that was in Feel So Right from Lloyd. And that guy's name is Ro James. And that album is called Manic. You got to hear it. (laughs) You just got to hear it. I listen to that album and I do not skip a track. That album rides. It it rides. There was a song for every single moment. You, man, let me tell you. my, My number one favorite song off that album is called Rain. That song is... Sexy as shit. Oh yeah. It's it's he sung the absolute hell out of that song. If I could sing, goddamn it, that'd probably be the first song I would ever try to sing. That motherfucker there, it smacks. That song, I I love it. My second favorite song is Excuse Me. 
And if anybody heard that song, <laughs> my favorite part in that song, it, it, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to attempt to sing because I'm just going to fuck it up. But you, you, if you heard the song, then you know what I'm talking about. Have you heard the song? I probably have. I, I don't know. Well, he said you got me fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like that's that shit. I love that song, and I love that song. That's that shit. Of course, my third favorite song, and it's not to say that this is on the bottom of the list or towards the bottom. It's just third. Is last time that song when that song came out, that song made me get the album. I had to listen to it. I had to hear because when last time it came out, a lot of people were like, oh shit, here we go. Another person sampling somebody else's song. And it really wasn't too much of a sample to me. It was the same damn song. Just sped up a little bit, added with some 808s and, and whatnot. But that song I'm talking about is Usher's song If for the people who don't know. You know what I'm saying? But last time it's, it, it goes hard. It's Max. It beats in the car. You know, I love that song. And I love Outside the Box. Outside the Box, that's my shit too. I love that, but but I can ride to that whole damn album. If you ain't heard it yet, you gotta fucking listen to it, man. My my third on the list is he is probably in my top five favorite artists uh, within the last ten years, man. Anderson Pack, man, his album Ventura, damn, <laughs> that whole album is a mood. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little groove. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a groove, it's a mood, man. I mean, shit, that that guy is ultra super talented like i cannot i can't wrap my mind around how the hell i didn't give this guy enough attention and i he came to my attention from when i heard him uh i think he actually uh either co-produced or produced the tracks uh but uh he was on the games album the documentary too that's when he really came to my attention and i was like okay this guy is like damn i fuck with him and then he's another uh co-sign of dr drake See, anytime Dr. Dre co-signs somebody, they got to be worth listening to. Uh, case in point, Kendrick Lamar. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The guy's a beast. His music is kind of like a new age, grown folks music. It is. That, that's exactly what it reminds me of. So when I listen to his music, it it's, it just takes me on so many different types of adventures. Uh, my, my favorite song off the entire album is Make It Better. Um, people, like... I guess for those who don't know me, I don't listen to the radio at all. Um, I didn't know that this album even existed, let alone that that was a single that was being played on the radio. A lot of it, matter of fact, everything that's on this list, with the exception of the older stuff, I didn't hear on the radio at all. I got the songs like if it's new age, I found the songs by coming across it on happenstance, just being on YouTube music uh, or, or just on the YouTube site catching the video or something. That's when I caught this stuff. I didn't hear none of this shit on the radio. So I'm not I'm not biased in that particular matter. I heard this shit in passing on the Internet. So make it better. Number one favorite album. I mean, number one favorite song. Excuse me. Uh, my second favorite and close to first Jet Black is him and Brandy. They murdered that song. I love that song. I love what it stands for. I love what it represents. My third and close to first is Twilight, produced by Pharrell. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Anything produced by Pharrell, normally it smacks. And I love that song because I love how it make me feel. Uh, if you have not heard Ventura yet, if you really, if you into that, that grown and sexy but laid back West Coast feel, this album is for you. 
Okay, I'm taking a break because I want to give a shout out to my guy, Call God. He set up on IG. He got his own page where he doing custom clothing line and apparels. He's got his own lip scrub regimen and dig this shit. The man's got his own homemade shea butter. Can you believe that shit? I can because I did what the brother's doing. Keep doing your thing, man. Go check him out at Call God Business on Instagram. Deuces. And so is my next album because this album I gave a chance because... When he would go on the road and do concerts or, or shows or whatnot, this band would be his band. This group is called the Free Nationals. Their album is self-titled. And this is another, this is another album that's a whole mood as well. Uh, Beauty and Essex is, is when I heard that song, when I heard that song, that's the second track off the album. When I heard it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm fucking with this. I didn't skip a track when I first heard, heard the entire album. Matter of fact, I believe when it, I, I remember when I heard it, when I heard I was listening to the album, when I got done with the album, I immediately told you, you gotta hear this shit. <laughs> immediately, when I got to the last track, I was like, man, you gotta hear this shit. This shit is good. And I think I played that album every damn day for almost two months. I could not get over it. That album is, the, the album is just, absolutely amazing the second track is eternal light and it's sung by a guy uh i i should have i should have looked his name up before i started talking about this album because he actually makes dope ass music too i've actually uh looked him up on youtube music and put just put like youtube music has a thing where when you you find the artist you just hit radio and it'll play all like songs of that particular person and his radio it that shit smack you know what i'm saying like that I love the guy that sang this song. I, if I'm not mistaken, he is from, uh, he is of Jamaican descent. So when you hear the song and you hear his, his uh, accent, or as they would call it, uh, some, some people call it patois, you know what I mean? When you hear that type shit, you already know that shit, that's that, that reggae type slow feel to it. And the song, uh, Eternal Light, it just, oh, uh, damn it, I want to hear it right now. It's just that good. So if you have not heard the Free Nationals album, Please listen to it. Now, we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back to an artist that when he came out with his first single, it, it, it blew the world up. It had everybody just, just humming the shit out of the song. You know what I mean? Avant. Avant got an album that came out. I, I believe it was either early this year or late last year. But it's called Can We Fall In Love? And God damn it if it's not the capture of the early 2000s when it comes to R&B. Lord, I'm telling you. It's, the album's got 10 tracks on it. Which, by the way, is perfect. I, I'm not a fan of these albums that's coming out, that's still coming out with 16, 23, and 59 fucking tracks on it. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to all of that shit. I don't give a damn what's going on in my life. If I got to pause an album <laughs> and come back to it, chances are I'm not going to like it. Just being honest. This album is perfect. Each song captures a moment and you don't have to skip it. That's the part that I love about an R&B album. If it captures a moment, you don't have to skip it. My favorite, number one favorite song off that album is Edible. I love that song. You, it, damn, it's sexy as hell. It's, it's very, very seductive, but at the same time, it's, it's a sweet song. And you got to hear it to understand what I'm talking about. Got to hear it. Have you heard me listen to mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 
It's, it's damn. And then take it slow. Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> if that ain't the early 2000s, I don't know what is. <laughs> that shit, man. I mean, Avant, he nails it every fucking time he drops an album. He can, even, even if you're not a fan of his album, he, he, the man, I don't know why he ain't did a verses yet. Like, I mean, that is confusing to me because Avant has got songs. He's got songs. Hell, even the song he got with Kiki White, oh my shit. Can't tell where that motherfucker don't go. Yeah. That I mean, Avant, he, the man's got it. Shit, shout out to Avant. Damn, shit, send me an autographed fucking album or something. I don't even know if they, do they still make CDs? <laughs> I don't fucking know, shit. I fuck with Avant. I follow him on IG. The guy is absolutely fucking hilarious. But can we fall in love? Please check this album out for all my avid R&B listeners. You have got to hear this album. Moving on to number six on the list. When I heard this song, first of all, I did not know these women existed. I didn't. I never paid attention to them like that. This is not something that happened on purpose. I did my research on them when I actually heard the song. And come to find out, they have been around for years. They have done TV shows and movies with Disney and all types of shit from kids all the way up. They've been YouTube sensations for a long ass time. And when I heard this song, Do It, <laughs> oh man, I had this shit on repeat for like days. And I'm not one of them extra masculine ass men that be like, oh no, I can't listen to no females when they... I can't, I don't listen to female. Like, I, I know it's dudes that say they don't listen to female rappers because they can't relate. Okay, that's understandable. That's cool. Me, personally, it's still music. You didn't mention the name. I'm going to get to that. I'm trying to get to the fact that these women are just the shit. And when I'm talking about Chloe and Haley, I'm talking about the album, Ungodly Hour. Lord, this album goes so hard. We were traveling from Orlando. Oh, wait a minute. No, it was, we went down to Fort Walton Beach. We was on our way back. And the song do it. It's just, it's, it's a mood. It's an absolute vibe. But I wanted to hear the whole album as a whole. I tried to listen to it going down there. But every time Do It would come on, I would go back. <laughs> That's my shit. I love that song. Don't care for the remix. Don't care for the remix at all. But the, the original song, Do It. That's that shit. And I listened to that whole album all the way through. And before, matter of fact, the second track on the album, Forgive Me, I love that track. They show vocal range on that shit that, that for... First of all, do you do you know of any R&B female groups that are just two females? Because I don't know many, if any. It's either a quartet or shit. Wasn't Cut Close to do it? No, there's three of them. I don't know. There's three of them. I can't think of them. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know any of you. Because I don't. But they knocked that shit out of the park. Because for two voices to be... they they Not just because they sisters... They they blend so well with what they do. You can tell who's who and whose voice is meant for what, depending on what they singing. And I, I listened to that whole album. I really did. And what what made me feel so good is is on the tracks that when it came to a certain type of feel or groove, 
you can tell who was meant to do what when you hear their voices. So for for all the people out there who ain't heard Ungodly Hour, I don't know many motherfuckers who haven't. But for those who have not, you need to hear the album. You got to listen to it. So we're going to move on to number seven. Number seven was actually, it was a sleeper. And the reason I say it was a sleeper because, number one, I didn't even know it dropped. It actually came out last year. I didn't know it dropped. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm an absolute fan of her music. But a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people don't give her music a chance because they hear her singles and then they see her movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, I don't know. Kiki Palmer's album. Kiki Palmer's got an album called Virgo Tendencies 2. It don't have a lot of uh, tracks on there. I think it's got maybe six or seven, possibly eight, but all of them five. Every last one of them. I ain't live, man. I know these songs ain't meant for dudes. It's from a female perspective, but when a female does a song from a female perspective and that bitch is smacks, I'm on it. I ain't got no reason to turn it down. Have you heard me listen to Virgo Tendencies too? Uh, probably have. You probably. Yeah, I'm saying you had to, you had to, cause she got a song on there. Uh, my favorite song on there is called FYG. It's called "Fuck Your Girlfriend." Man, damn, the honesty that she she comes across on that track is just it it it. it God, it, I mean, I love hearing I love hearing assuredness in a female, and when they put them in songs, it, it just it's so perfect. Uh, the next track I love is "Money Can't Buy." Um, Everybody know Kiki Palm been around for a while. She got her own goddamn money. You know what I'm saying? She can do her own damn thing. But on the song she is saying, your money can't do shit for me, but I, I take some dick though. You know what I'm saying? That's what she's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you, shit. Like the honesty is just there. So Virgo Tendencies 2, yeah, yeah, give, give Kiki Palm a chance if your ass have not. You gotta hear it. So we're gonna move on to number eight. We're gonna take this one all the way back. We're taking this back to the 90s. This particular group has a checkered history. A lot of members coming and going. But the original four made an album. It was a first album called Writings on the Wall. We're talking about Destiny's Child. I listened to this entire album when it first came out. And damn. I mean. It's a damn good album. Damn. I mean, wow. I, uh, I, shit. I mean, I'm I'm kind of lost for words because of the fact that, as a, a as an album, as 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 it being for women that age, because don't like a lot of people trip. Like, don't let's not forget, none of these women was 21 years old when this shit dropped. This album goes so hard in so many ways. My favorite song off the period is Temptation. That shit. Ooh, wee. I think when I was when I first listened to that album on my second go round, I went straight to Temptation. <laughs> I, went, I went straight to Temptation. Uh, love love the, the 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 tone of the song. I love the the idea of the song. I I just adore that song. But the close second, the close seconds is um, it's gotta be if you leave. Oh yeah. With like next Oh man. Oh, 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 oh shit. Wow. Wow. They went back and forth on that song like it was nothing. Man. That song. 
shit. That I mean, just listen to it, just bring back memories of sitting there listening to that damn CD and a CD player. I had a CD player back then. Uh, it was kind of fucked up because the, the the top wouldn't stay closed, so I had to put tape on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They had that anti-skip technology, though. I can shake that bitch and that motherfucker still play, though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Hey, look. Everybody that's our age, y'all know. When it came to CD players back then, you had a CD player. But if you ain't had that anti-skip technology on that shit. Your shit was skipping. Yeah, that shit, it, it wasn't worth a damn. Because as soon as you pick that bitch up, click it, click it, click it. <laughs> I mean, I, it had that anti-skip technology on that bitch. So... I was fucking with that shit. I don't remember. I don't know where the fuck I got it from, but I had that bitch. And matter of fact, I remember taking that bitch to school a couple of times, and that motherfucker got took from me one time, and I had to sneak sneak it out to teach it this. That's a whole nother story. But um, but yeah, the other song that I love on there is uh, "Now That She's Gone." I love that too. That was a very truthful song. Uh, I feel like songs of that particular nature could be done more by men. I really do. Um. I love the tone of that song. Love how it feels. Uh, yeah, De- Destiny's Child writings on the wall, man. The album came out back in the late nineties. Uh, for any any person on the planet that ain't heard it yet, uh, shit. I, I I mean honestly, I don't. You know anybody that ain't heard the damn album yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> shit, I'm upset. I, I ain't no point in me telling you to listen to it. It's been out over twenty five years. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, but hey, look. Take your ass back and go listen to that shit, man. Check it the fuck out. It is an absolutely fantastic album. I highly recommend it. Yo, what up? This your boy, B. Chuck. I'm here to give it to you straight, no chase, and none of that half-baked. But if you need something to chew on, I got that grade-A state. This is Into Your Podcast. My number nine. This is a controversy. This is a controversy because it's different. It's not the same of what people would call R&B, R&B versus pop. Uh, I personally, this is one of my favorite groups, period. Uh, it's 98 Degrees and that album called And Rising. So you get the play on the words, 98 Degrees and Rising. Um, I love these guys because they, they showed more of a soulness to their music that white groups at that time wasn't really doing, in my opinion. This is my opinion. I ain't talking about nobody else. Just mine. And then I also adore them because of the fact I loved them because they were signed to Motown. I mean, shit. I don't know any white people that was signed to Motown. <laughs> I don't know any. But they were signed to Motown. They worked with a lot of people that was working at Motown that had aunts and uncles or whatnot that worked at Motown during the days of the Temptations. So their sound, a lot of their songs is actually remakes of artists that was signed to Motown. They got a they got a song on that album that was actually Stevie Wonder's song. And they resung it. Did damn good job to me. Um my favorite tracks off there, the first one is Heat It Up. It's a it's a nice upbeat song. I I, I like it. You know, it gets you get me on the damn flow, you know what I'm saying? Make one move around a little bit. Uh Hardest Thing. That's probably the song that everybody knows the most. It's hardest thing or me think I do it's not ringing no kind of bells for me oh you if you see this the video or hear the song I do cherish you stuff yeah that song oh yeah I know that yeah song. that was that everybody knows that one the most because that's the song that actually kind of blew them up but hardest thing is my favorite of that album that's my second favorite uh steel is my third 
and because of you is my fourth. Um, during this particular time with these these type groups, they, a lot of these groups was like recyclable groups that had shit that was on movie soundtracks, TV shows, you know, the boy band era, you know, <laughs> 90 degrees, uh, Backstreet Boys, In the Sink, uh, shit, the list goes on. There's more. Yeah. There, there's more. But them with the, like, the Backstreet Boys. The, the main three. Yeah, they were the main three. So, you know, the boy band era was, was pretty damn good. Now, I'm not, I'm saying I, I fuck with 90 degrees as my favorite. Not to take nothing away from In Sync and Backstreet because both of them groups, they did their shit too. You know what I'm saying? But 90 degrees for me, they touched a little bit, you know, more of my soul a little bit because they, they was a little bit soulful with their shit to me. Now, Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> my last number 10 on this app on this list my last number 10 by default <laughs> this entire album smacks only because the entire fucking album was damn near singles we talking about us we talking about confessions y'all 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 gotta y'all gotta float with me on this one because we if you look at the track list of this nigga's album out of all of the songs on this nigga's album, out of 16 tracks, <laughs> 16, 12 of them motherfuckers were singles. That is insane. 12. And all of them were damn the number one hits. We're talking about the song Confessions, the title song Confessions. We're talking about My Boo. <laughs> we talking about Seduction. We th- well, what else? What, what else we got, me? <laughs> Come on, me. Of course, you got yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Burn was on there. Was Burn on that? One? No, Burn Burn wasn't on that one. I don't think Burn. That was on eighty seven oh two, if I believe. Oh, okay. But um, shit. What else? Uh, number one was number one fan on there. Number one. Um, no, I, is that the name of the song? I don't think that's the name. Yeah, of the song. I don't think that's the name of the song, but I think that was on there. This is for you. And yeah, you, no, yeah, yeah, superstar. Superstar, yeah, I think superstar was on there. So it's like, it, damn. And if we wrong, we ain't wrong about lot because um, I know I ain't wrong with the fact that damn near every song out this nigga album was a single. This nigga album dropped, and I remember watching One Hundred Six and Park. This nigga album sold a million copies in damn near a day. <laughs> like back then, that was big shit because it wasn't many artists doing that shit. I know he sold almost a million in a day. Wayne was the only one to knock all the ass out the water with his album. When it came out, he sold over a million in a day. He shipped a million copies. He was platinum in a day. T.I. came out with his album. His album did damn near 800,000 copies in a day. So this was something that was, it was it was a race. You know what I'm saying? See who could who could do the best, man. But I feel like to me, during that particular era of shipping a million copies, man, Usher knocked their ass out. Uh, Usher couldn't do no wrong at that point. I mean, every track that nigga brought out, it was Wham, wham, wham. I mean, shit, boy. Jermaine Dupree did his thing on that shit. Yeah, that was, a, that was a damn good album. Yeah, I mean, God, man. I mean, it's it's just hard to even fathom. Like, I, I'm thinking about the playlist, just the list on the album, and it's like, shit, like, you can put, you can literally put the nigga album on shuffle if you want. Yeah. <laughs> shit. And that is unheard of. I can't put an album on shuffle. I got to listen to my albums in order. But that nigga album, Confession, you can put that shit on shuffle. Even the interludes on there, the interludes. Exactly, the, the interludes the, are good. Like the interludes could have been songs. Yeah, like damn man, that boy, that boy Usher man, like I, that that's another person I wish would do a versus two. Not to say that he's done. It's not for people who's done or washed up or had their time. I just feel like with Usher, if he did one, 
it'll be something to see. But it will have to be somebody formidable that can go. Now, we can't say Chris Brown, because <laughs> we already know Chris Brown, he can do a versus by a damn self. And that shit going to last like three, four hours on his and own. And plus, Chris said he ain't doing a versus anyway. Yeah, so. he said he ain't doing one. He just ain't find the right person. That's all that is. But if Usher did a versus, I would tune in just to see what the fuck Usher's going to play. Because I already know what he's going to play. I already know. Yeah. It's been around for a long time. Long ass time. Boy, long ass time. Cause I, I when I when I was doing more research on uh, confessions, I actually uh, I remember the uh, the album that came out my way. Oh, that was another good ass album. I couldn't listen to that one all the way through, but he still had them fine tracks on that bitch. God damn, Lord, Lord, Lord. But yeah, those are uh, those are my top ten R and B albums that I can listen to all the way through without skipping a, a single track, a single track, man. And this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to let me know. What R&B albums can y'all listen to all the way through? I'm curious to hear from y'all, the fans, the people. I want to know because I might learn something new. Y'all might put me on some new shit that I ain't never even thought was out there. I want to know. And uh, before we go, give me another one. What album um, that I can play all the way through? Give Yeah, give me another one. What you got? Uh, Now you just put me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying it's a hard thing, though, because that, that's why I said in the beginning. Because I, I mostly like to listen to older music. Um, Which is, too, I mean, I like some of the new, new music, but I can't really listen to a lot of these new albums all the way through. Yeah, but I that, find myself having to skip. Yeah, and that, that's exactly why I said in the beginning, because I, if I was to ask you, like, okay, give me some rap shit that you can listen to all the way through, you can do that a hell of a lot faster than you oh, do. Oh, yeah, R&B. I can play Jeezy, uh, <laughs> that all the way through. I mean, I heard it. the whole damn album. I mean, that, see what I'm saying? Rap rap has always got that thing about it, and you know Wayne, what I'm saying? The Carter, the Carter one, that's my favorite one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's another list, though. We can't get into that yet, but that's a whole nother list. You know what I'm saying? But, man, look, this there is a reason why I came out the gate with that R&B first, man, because that was I knew that was going to be the hardest, but it was going to be closest to my heart. And I, I feel like I feel like I can actually do a part two to this. If I dig deep, I can do a part two to this. But that's another time. So with that being said, man, this is your boy, B-Chuck. I'm signing out of another podcast. This is Into Your Podcast with my lovely co-host, Tamika. Thank you guys for listening in and uh, we will see you next time. Y'all have a good night.